Yes. So Phil, are you ready for a whole new world? A A new fantastic point of view. Adding in the passing skill and changing everything and so much rage. The sky's falling. I mean, that's where we are, Phil, right? It's that's rage. where we are. Everything's over. The world is ending. I'm in tears. I've wet myself in despair. <laughs> it's nightmare. I've I mean, been... the fact that Phil's bothering to come on a podcast shows that there's something serious must I've be just, up, right? I, I set fire to my halflings <laughs> this morning. Did you? Oh. No. How did they burn? They've actually come out the other side probably looking better than they did before. So there we go. It's an improvement. <laughs> Do you think they'd win the uh, World Cup painting well, I think, trophy I now? I think they or? would now. I think they would now, you know. I also think they'd win the actual game as well. So obviously hefties with a three-plus passing. That's true. I mean, and that's what we're here to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. An urgent... An urgent podcast. Improvised to podcast to discuss the uh, the dropping of the new Blood Bowl rules. So for those of you who haven't seen, and I will post... I'll post, like, multiple links, because essentially... Mm-hmm. Um, and Games Workshop, actually, what I'd say first up, have been really good at this sort of thing in the past with other games. Uh, somebody somewhere is getting fired, right? There was a huge leak. <laughs> we think from China, like we think, you know, something's going on with that. Because all of the books are made in China now, aren't they? They are, yeah. So we think that some idiot has, like, done that. And, uh, and so, yeah, leaks of miniatures, leaks of rules pages, all sorts of shit hits the interwebs. And actually, Games Workshop came out uh, yesterday. Where are we now? Yeah, last night. Yeah. I did, like, a Warmer Community release. And hilariously, first up, it's essentially was written, has been clearly already written for Christmas. Just in time for the holiday season. Yeah, because it just in time for the <laughs> holiday season. So probably a Christmas release. But yeah, um, I'll put the links in. Uh, looks like new Blood Bowl is coming in 2020. We've kind of known that for a while, mm. right, haven't we? Did the previous Blood Bowl come out at Christmas time as well? Yeah, I think it was before. Do Christmas, they do more it? specialist games at Christmas times? Maybe they do. They know. tend to do one on Black Friday and then like all Christmas or both. So or maybe those we might see days. a Black Friday release. Because yeah, that would be ready. Which is when? Them. End of August. No, no, Black Friday is like November. Oh, okay. So it's still near Christmas. So yeah. Exactly. But yes, new Blood Bowl is coming, and we've seen a lot of the rules, so we're going to have a little quick chat about that yeah. and what we think about it. Um, so how are we going to take our listeners through, through what we've I got? Think, first of all, I think, Phil, let's talk about the models, because okay. we're big miniatures people, right? We like miniatures and stuff. We've, got, uh, we've seen that we think the new box has got humans and orcs of some description. And Griff Overwald. And a new Griff Overwald, yeah. It looks like Griff Overwald's in the box, doesn't it? It does, yeah, and they actually, the Warhammer community guys did say on their page that he's been signed up to a lucrative deal with the Bogenhafen Barons, who are an old school Blood Bowl name. Like these I believe like it's second different. Bogenhafen. Bogenhafen. Not Bogenhafen. As in like the Australian Bogans, like, <laughs> like the Chav Barons. And they're not, they're very posh, aren't they? Exactly. They look to be like a new sort of posh human team. They've got, um, the miniatures we can see is they've got like Imperial Blitzers, which there we think knights, like mm-hmm. sort of, you know, Bretonian knights type thing. Uh, bodyguards, who could be like Bretonian yeomen. <laughs> yeah, see where sounds, I'm going with that. <laughs> um, and then they've got linemen, and they've actually got a really nice female lineman miniature. I don't know if you've seen that one. I, see, I, I thought maybe the female linemen, 
Oh shit, the title is the same, isn't it? Imperial yeah. Retainer. It's still a lineman, but yeah. I thought maybe it was going to be like a catcher or more of a limbly one. No, no, it's just a lineman. So they've but got. It's, not, it's nice to finally see female, more female miniatures. Without just like tits everywhere on top yeah, of Like actual just playing. Wearing pretty much the same outfit as everybody else. Yeah, it's strange that, isn't it? <laughs> they do that for exports. <laughs> um, and then they've got a really cool new Griff Overwall model, like we said, who's clearly signed for the team. And what's the quote? The key to victory is excellence. Fortunately, I excel in excellence. Griff Overworld. You heard it. It sounds about right, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, miniatures, what do you think, Phil? Nice? Too Excellent. many feathers? Yeah, I mean, cool. it's, it, I mean, there's loads of feathers, but that's the they've gone for. And um, they look different. Uh, actually, let's have another closer look. Can we tell them all apart? Which I think is probably uh, a complaint people often have, isn't it? So it looks like the blitzers are the running ones with the kind of bigger feathers. Yeah. And the linemen are the sort of standing ones. With also with big feathers. feathers, but maybe less feathers. Yeah, I, I think the blitzers and linemen are too similar. But and the bodyguards are the fat dudes. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a, that seems pretty decent. Because that's obviously people complain a little bit, don't they, when blitzers and linemen look the same. That happened on the last human team. Happened on the Orc team to a degree as well. The Blackhawks weren't that different too. But no, for me, the, the miniatures are a win. Look forward to seeing more of them. It looks like they get an ogre as well. Because if you look at the pitch, they've got an ogre dude on it. Doesn't it like you get an ogre in the box though, does it? It does, yeah. So it this does. is this is the hilarious thing that we think that Jimbo is finally going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> because <laughs> because the box looks to have sixteen miniatures per side. It looks no. to be it 14? looks to be a, a team of fourteen plus a big guy and a star. So we think probably Marag versus Griff would make Fantastic. sense. Fantastic. Um, which is what it looks on the box. But obviously it's quite hazy and grainy, so who knows? Yeah wild speculation um, but no it looks cool I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that like buying a box game where you get all 16 models and they've made the dugouts smaller as well the dugouts are like a proper so size the, that fits the pitch on the looks the same though doesn't it yeah it's exactly the same pitch but they've done dugouts that fit on the pub mm. table fantastic so they're not going to make anybody's um, existing pitches and dugouts etc obsolete it's just a smaller more practical size the pitch itself is a new design ever so slightly in terms of the graphics but it looks the same otherwise and you know what they do talk about? Same Phil. passing ruler, same sideline, same um, directional. In the rules, D8. when they lay out like what what is on the pitch, mm. they talk about the trapdoors. So okay. I think the trapdoors, because there's one each side, will actually have a rules thing, which could be interesting because then if you've got a third party pitch from ages ago, you're going to have to have like a trapdoor yeah. token or something that you put on the pitch. Um, but that does look really cool. Um, so those are the models. Um, then let's talk about the first big change we've seen, which is the kickoff table. Okay. Um, which there are quite a few changes on. First of all, we've got uh, the normal two is get the ref. That's a free bribe. That hasn't changed. Uh, then uh, number three, instead of a riot, it's now called a time out. And uh, it's, it's pretty similar. But what they've done is, is they've made it now that, um, so you know, the old riot, it would, you'd either get an extra turn or wouldn't. And if mm. it was in the middle, you had to roll or something. Now, basically, if it's turn six, seven, or eight, it goes back one. Otherwise, yeah. it goes forward. So it gives you more of a chance, if it's late in the game, to get that touchdown effectively. Which I yeah, like. sounds good. Seems quite simple too. I think it's good and it's, it's easy to follow. You don't have to, you know, are we going back or forwards or where are we? Then they've got solid defence, which is basically the same as perfect defence, but it's D3 plus 3 now. So it's not the whole team. And they've done, as we'll cover in a moment, a similar thing to blitzing as well, isn't it? Well, rather than it being the whole team... It's uh, a smaller number of players that get to do something, and that's, making it less OP. Yeah, I think that's really good. And they, they're talking about open players now, which I assume is like they're going to have some keywordy type stuff because that's not we haven't seen that yet. Open so player will be someone who's not on the touchline. Oh, sorry, assume. on the line of scrimmage rather. That makes sense. Um, but that's nice, like keywording. Yeah. It, I think it's quite cool. So yes, like you said, Phil, solid defense and blitzing are the same, but now D three plus three, which is I think good. High kick is the same. 
Then they've changed around the six, seven, and eight stuff. Cheering fans sounds really exciting. Is it exactly the same as before? No, no, no. Cheering fans. Both coaches roll a d6 and add to the number of cheerleaders on mm -hmm. their team draft list. Sounds the same, right? But then the coach with the highest total may immediately roll once on the prayers to nuffle table. Oh, nice. And we don't know what that table is. <laughs> uh, and it says if you, if you, in the case of a tie, neither rolls. If you've already got one, you can change it. So we have a new thing called prayers to nuffle. Yeah. Um, I'm sad it's not prayers to the commish. But <laughs> <laughs> Presumably one of the rolls on the prayers to nuffle table is going to be a team reroll. Yeah, it could well be. Could well be. Mm. I mean, it could be, you know, it could be anything. I mean, they like the cards, don't they? I would imagine it's stuff around yeah. the things that GW... Thinking out loud, don't. maybe it could be you can bring on an extra player, you know, if it's like a really high roll or something, mm -hmm. or re-roll, or maybe reposition a player, or... I mean, it could be really powerful things. It could be like, you know, whilst this prayer's in effect, all of your players can go for an extra time and things, things yeah, like that. Yeah, it could be. Um, it could be quite cool. I mean, they do stuff like that in Age of Sigma, where you mm. get whole team whole stuff effect so like that could it. be cool I mean we could wildly speculate to our heart's content but without seeing it we won't know uh, brilliant coaching has also changed brilliant coaching you note is uh, it's the same as before you roll a d6 to get a reroll but it's a reroll for the drive not the half so you only get it for the drive so then if you score obviously you know retain it for the rest of the half it's only for okay. the drive so very subtle change there you have to put the, the reroll to one side or use it quickly uh, changing weather is the same, but they've moved brilliant coaching and changing weather around. So yeah, it's on nice eight. not to have changing weather at eight, maybe, because that's sometimes a bit dull, isn't it? And I wonder if the weather table will be the same or not. We're not sure on that yet. Yeah, or whether we'll see more weather types like we have in the DBL. Because certainly they've got a lot of variety in pitches they've released. So maybe we'll see some... And a lot of those DBL weathers are based on old school weather tables that they used to have. That's right. Um, and maybe, you know, we could infer that moving it to eight, which is a mm. less likely role, it is more powerful and has more of an effect. That makes sense, yeah. right? Uh, quick snap uh, is, a, is again the same, but the D3 plus three thing. So you get so to move, move one well. square, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Blitz. Then Officious Ref is another big new one, which is both players roll a d6 and add to their fan factor. Uh, the coach that rolls the lowest randomly selects one of their players from among those on the pitch. In the case of a tie, they both select a player. And you roll a d6 for the player, and effectively they have a fight with the ref. <laughs> so on a 2+, plus, uh, they come to blows, and the, uh, the ref just fucking spanks him out and he's stunned. Uh, but on a 1, he's sent off. <laughs> so, nice. so it's effectively it's a change from throw a rock in that throw a rock you could get injured. So you can't get injured anymore. And only on a one do you actually go off the pitch. But obviously you go off, you're off the yeah. turret half. So it's, pro it's probably better, isn't it? Because you don't get injured and you can still lose them in a one in six chance. Yeah, I mean, th throw a rock was always a real shitter, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, fuck's sake. You know, imagine someone getting killed by a rock. Like, yeah, I mean, quite, I'm sure I had a game so before random. when my treatment got casualties. Hmm. <laughs> of throw a rock. <laughs> and now he could get sent off on a, True. On a one. True. Um, but at least he's not getting injured, right? I mean, that's, that's I think, yeah. what they've gone for. Because it is better. Um, but actually, on a two plus, he's getting stunned. I mean, that's it. The, the referee just. Oh, I've, I've him definitely up. had a vampire die from a throw rock before. Yeah, everyone's got a throw rock uh, story. Fuck! <laughs> 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 it just happened. And then pitch invasion is effectively just D three of your players go stunned, or on both. Well, that, that's um, that seems to be um, on the whole. All of the kickoff table results seem to make them a little bit less random and a little bit less swingy. Because I think what we've seen previously is you'll have some games of Blood Bowl where it's pitch invasion and then seven of your players go down and they just they just walk the ball in, don't they? And otherwise you'd been on top in that game completely. So this seems to stop it being so swingy and kind of narrowing the margin 
of randomness and silliness that you get from Blood Bowl. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, do you know what my opinion is? My opinion is all of them great, apart from that one. Because that one, I still... It feels swingy, but if you actually look at the odds of players going over, it isn't. It it, it shouldn't be right. Yeah. And it's one of those roles that is a lot of fun when you're playing and actually, oh my God, like half the team's down. It's, it's hilarious and it is quite funny, but it's really <laughs> unlikely. And I've always really liked that. And it's not like a blitz. He's, mm. The team, unless it's like a really ridiculously fast scoring team, you know, they're going to run it forwards anyway. So I kind of feel like actually that's the only one where I'm like, they've taken this thing of trying to make it less, um, you know, less swingy, like you said. But that one, for me, they slightly missed the mark and the rest are fine. Like that's, let's that's let's go over saying. the change to the blitz once more. How many players do you get? D3 plus three open players. So the maximum six. Mm. And actually, that's not, it's, not, it's not massive. It is less swingy because you can't definitely move, what, eight of your players. I mean, yeah. You, you could move six. A Wood Elf team gets a blitz against you. And then... It's still fucked, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of difference. And actually, does it, does it actually just make, you know, dwarves even less good at it if you say I mean like if a, if a Wood Elf player gets one and he only gets four players he's still getting a player under the ball with like a blitz one out of the way and someone mm. marking and can it, you so. do they get to act normally can they still blitz people etc yeah yeah so one may perform a blitz action Just one may perform one. so it says uh, D3 plus three open players on the kicking team may immediately activate to perform move action one may perform a blitz action and one may perform a through teammate action uh, if a player falls over and is not down then they that continues. So it's basically it's the same, but they just kind of you can't. Yeah, they just sort of put it in writing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, and again, I'm not sure how much of a change that is. Maybe we're maybe we're just not good enough for the game, and we don't understand it fully. But I'm just trying to think. You know, D3, you only need a one in three chance to get the full six, and it's only two fewer than before. Mm. Um, does it skew it even more towards the agi dudes? Don't know. Question. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to potentially impact on some teams more than the others. But I think, generally speaking, on the whole, it's going to be kinder to the receiving team, of course, isn't it? Which is... We've all got blitz stories too, haven't we? Exactly. It is a thing. Um, we're just... Phil's just getting a coffee. How's your coffee going over there, Phil? Nearly it's ready? It's good. It's done. I'm just decanting it right now. Phil's got a drive, so he's on coffee. I'm, of course, having a mid-afternoon glass of wine because that's... My boss isn't listening to this. I assume he doesn't play by then, so... <laughs> um, we're going to talk, Phil, now. Before we go into the next stuff, because I think it'll be pertinent, we're going to talk about the team sheets that have been released because there are four team sheets that we've seen. Uh, goblins, Halflings, uh, Shambling, Undead, and Skaven. And uh, straight off the bat, the key thing that we've noticed is that they have split agility and passing up, which is interesting. It's, it's very interesting indeed. Now, you say that there's precedent for this within Blood Bowl, is that yeah, right? Yeah, second edition, they used to have separate stats for, uh, for passing and agility anyway. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's two things I'd say about it. One, one of the things that you notice straight away is that actually what it means is, is that some players can no longer pass, mm. which... You know, is that fun? Is that not? I mean, now so a zombie can no, physically no longer pass the ball, we infer. I mean, he's got no passing stats, so we assume he can't. Whereas a skeleton can on a six plus, can still chuck it on a six. Yeah, I mean, um, but that glorious zombie, you know, long bomb on turn 16 is a story, right? It's a funny thing that you know, now I think players. How many people have that story? I couldn't possibly say. But, <laughs> but, but that's part of Blood Bowl, isn't it, Phil? It's mm. the whole the possibility of being physically able to do something, taking that away from people. I kind of think most people players should still have a six. I think that the the number of players where they can't do 
a pass or don't have a passing stat is going to be very few and far between. Yeah, so I mean, in this, all the big guys don't do trolls. I assume trolls do. They trolls do, trees do. Yeah. Skaven uh, Ratogre doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. And the mummies don't. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe it's not a thing. I'm, I mean, the other thing we I was going to say is... They, what can, it, they can still hold the ball. They can still run the ball. But yeah. it makes sense that the zombie can't do some kind of... Herculean pass to somebody in space because the guy can barely even swing his arm. <laughs> yeah, but a zombie can physically like move his arm with the ball, and the ball can leave it. Like, like let's I... not forget these are shambling undead, though. <laughs> they're, they're, we're not talking about twenty-eight days later, <laughs> super fast, nimbly pimply zombies, are we? I know. I probably anyway, I mean, it's, it. uh, it's pretty minor. Really. I'm sure some people will be unhappy that their zombies can't throw the ball. But <laughs> otherwise, what I do like about it is what it's going to do is change throwers like a lot. So let's look at the uh, the Skaven roster, for example. What they've now done is they've basically kept... So if you look at the gutter runner versus the thrower, mm. their stats are all the same. So a gutter runner... Oh, and um, actually, before we say that... Uh, yeah, before we say that, Phil, because that is pertinent, they've also changed the stats around to be more Age of Sigmari 40k. So a gutter runner, for example, is no longer agility 4. He's agility 2+, plus, so it's what you have to roll. And I think this is probably might be the case that they're maybe not going to have... Um, it's a plus one to do an action thing anymore. So if you're dodging, it's just going to be a straight-up agility roll, yeah. rather than it's plus one to your agility to do a dodge or whatever. But the only thing I'm wondering in that, and we will, listeners, we will go back to the passing thing, because that's where we were going. We just tangented off here. But the only thing I'm wondering is if a, a gust runner is now two plus, is that the best? So can you no longer get an agility I suspect you can get. I suspect you can get a one plus, but it will fail on a one. I mean, then, maybe I'm just then, wondering. Because then, maybe when you have minuses, it will still then obviously make them a better player. So then you couldn't get agility six then, for example, you could only get because that'd be a zero plus. Yeah, so one plus is interesting. Do you see what I mean? I mean, that's why I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they won't care. How's it going to work for somebody doing break tackle, for example? Well, we haven't seen that skill yet, have we? We haven't seen the strength skill. So maybe now they're just. Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, because, like, listeners, the strength is still the same. So what they've done is, is they've kept movement and strength as a stat. Yeah. But to make it less confusing, because you always you always used to have to know the table effectively. Like, oh, my agility's four. What's it that was, mean? It wasn't a big ask, but... No, but they've done it in Age of Sigmar yeah. 40k as well. They always were going to. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't think... It, that. Yeah. I no. like the armor one, because it's now... It's just it's just now eight plus, rather than, oh, my armor's seven, but I have to actually roll what on What do you need to roll? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but they have made a mistake on that. We'll talk about that later. It's quite funny. So, so talking about the, the passing split then. So it looks like passing is going to be the only thing that you need that, that particular role for. Have mm. you seen anything else that indicates you might need to roll a passing action? No. So yeah, to come back off the tangent, uh, listeners, that means that now gutter runners are still agility four effectively, as in they dodge on a two plus. It's now and agility they catch two, two plus. plus. And they catch on a two plus. They we, hit the ball up on a two plus. Things like that is what our assumption is. But they now pass on a four plus, so they're effectively agility two for passing. Which but makes then, perfect sense. But then a thrower is now better, so he's the same agility as he was before, and that he still dodges on a three plus, picks up on a three plus, but his passing has gone up to two plus, so he can chuck it better. And we assume that you know human throwers will be the same. Maybe even elves will all be maybe a three plus pass. But then the elf thrower, thrower might be one plus. plus or one plus or something mm. like that, yeah. which I think is really cool. Like I, I really like that. I think it's really cool. And then we look at. Other players, so the clam rat throws on a four plus, and then the blitzers can't throw at all on that's a five not, plus. That's not their but game. I, I like that. I like that some of your players on your team are going to be far shitter at throwing the ball because it's just going to make you play differently. It's an extra thing to consider, isn't it? Of who's going to go in there, who's going to pick up the ball, and you're not going to have these one man does everything type players. Absolutely. 
Because, you know, whenever you got like an Edge 4 Blitzer, you're like, ha, 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 look at my Edge 4 Skaven Blitzer. He can throw the ball, he can dodge, he can do everything. But actually now he's he's just going to be a Blitzer. If he spends all his time on the training field, like punching the fuck out of some poor rookie, mm. like, he's not going to spend the time chucking the ball, is he? So yeah. It does well, make perfect sense. Good. I mean, you can compare it to the... Um, and what it will interestingly create in teams, so the, the Undead are a brilliant example, the Undead don't have a thrower. So the Ghoul Runner, who's there, who traditionally could throw on a 3+, the same with the Blitzers, so they, oh, they could do some passing. Yeah. Can't. He's a 4+. I hadn't seen this. Mummies can't throw the ball either. No, they cannot. That's, uh, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, table flipping. <laughs> have you joined the ranks of the table flippers? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so, and same with the white blitzers. They're a five plus, but they've still got the same agility for dodging. They've still got their three plus yeah. agility, three plus. Hmm. So, so it's going to really impact on any. How many people on a, on a undead team were throwing the ball anyway? I guess with ghouls, well, maybe they were. Yeah, you could when you could pass as well as you know a human thrower mm. without passing. But did, all... did anybody ever take passing skills on ghouls? Do no. they even have access to them? No, not on a, not unless they had a double. I mean, there yeah. are some teams like that. So, for example, dwarf runners won't have it, um, and that this will create this will change teams like Norse, for example, where you mm. might take the thrower because the thrower is now going to throw on a two. We assume, yeah. And the runners won't. The runners will probably be a four. So, actually, if you want to do passing with Norse, it's not like mm. oh well, I might as well take the runner. Like, <laughs> it's going to really change those sorts of teams. Up. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, the rest of the team rosters. Particularly elf teams, see how they're getting yeah. on dwarf teams, chaos dwarves, lizards as well. And that we might now see some more value in previously underused players. Mm. So, for example, chameleon skinks. So, now most lizardman players are power gamey fucks anyway. And so, they're like, why would I take a chameleon skink? Because he's just worse. I bet you the chameleon skink is going to be better at throwing the ball than the regular skink. And that's going to therefore be their go to guy for any type of play like that. Well, it's like the OP hefties are now throwing on oh a three my God. plus. Have they just made halflings tier one? I think, and I think what they've done is they. Let's wait and see what Willow Rosebark passes the ball on. That. <laughs> She'll be a two. She's a two plus. Guaranteed a two the plus. hefties on a three plus. And that what they've done is taken away the stunty bullshit where you can't throw the stunty player anymore. I'm assuming it doesn't. We haven't seen anything about it yet. So halfling hopefuls now chuck on a four plus, which is the same as a as a. Um, you know, Skaven lineman, for example, but Hefty's chuck it on a three. And yeah. I assume that would be the case. I think it would be complicated to be like, and they do you know what, we're going to add that Because I, I think now I'd, I'd seriously consider... A passing Hefty. Taking taking pass skills, other than leader or Hail Mary pass for the shits and gigs. Because the catcher still, we're looking at the catcher stats, he chucks it on a five plus, but he's still got the three plus agility. Yeah. You assume he catches on a three with catch. You could do that, right? 100% I'd take it. Maybe Stunty will mean you can only do one less... Of the um, the passing bracket, so you can't do long bombs at the stunter, maybe. I'd buy that. Um, but I think 3 plus for Hefty makes him even better. So I, I think it's a great change. Even better. I mean, he's already OP, right? Um, uh, the other thing to talk about, Phil, is that we've, we're seeing Mighty Blow brackets plus one. Treatment's does that mean that. we're going to get a plus two? And that is, again, like an old school thing. Example. I think, and I, don't quote me when I was talking to Phil Guns about it, I think it was second ed. They used to be up to plus four Mighty Blow. Um, so and can they stack? So ah, exactly, you, if you take him on once. There yeah. you go. And it does make sense. I mean, the, are some players, because so, that's one thing we've not had in Blood Bowl, right? Where some players, mm -hmm. like if you get hit by a Minotaur, that's probably going to hurt more than getting hit by a human player with Mighty Blow, right? Like, yeah. like they should, I think they kind of should be tears. And the other thing that's got brackets after it is the loner skill. So trolls are, uh, not trolls, uh, rat ogres are still loner plus four in brackets. Yeah. But a troll, they're actually now called trained trolls. 
are Lona plus three. Well, there you go. That explains it, doesn't it? Three plus, sorry. So they can train. So and I'm, and that's the other thing. Do you think you can train Lona players to be better <laughs> Lonas? I don't know. And I think Old World, um, mm. Old World Alliance will be probably Lona three plus. I would assume on the doors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I, I suspect we're going to see some new stats and skills and stuff that you can take when people because they they made a big thing about it on the Warhammer community announcement about changing or amending the way that players are skill up and how you spend those skill points. Mm -hmm. So I, I think maybe we'll see some... And the same applies to Dirty Player. So Dirty Player is also a plus bracket, which is great. Let's have a look player. at the Goblin roster. So the Goblin, Goblin roster, player. again, it's pretty much the same. What they've done is, um, and they've added the passing in at 4+, plus, which is what they were before anyway, because they're now still Agility 3+, plus, or Agility 3 as they were. Some of them are terrible at passing, though. And, they're now, and then the, the normal Goblins and the Bombers are 4+, plus, so they're basically what they were, right? Stunties, because they're 3 yeah. they're Looney three plus, and plus Fnatic one. can't throw the ball, fair which enough. Makes sense. I think Fnatic couldn't anyway, and Looney probably could, but he can't now. Uh, Pogoers can't very well because they're now effectively the goblin sort of catcher guys. Yeah, and they're on a fucking pogo. And then the hooligans are just too drunk and angry to throw the ball. So it's a, so it's a six plus. And then Doomdiver can only throw on a six plus. Yeah. Because the dude's got a fucking wing strap to his arm. He's not exactly going to toss it, is he? And then what's that? Train Troll can throw on a five plus. But he also has projectile vomit. Which we can only speculate about. I mean, what, an AOE mm. attack or something? I don't know. It could be quite cool, right? Yeah. And he's gone up five. And that's the other thing to talk about, Phil, lastly on this, because the rest I think we've covered is the cost difference. So Troll's gone up 5k. There's a few bits here and there. 5k on Halfling the bomber. Halfling Catcher's gone up 5k. Halfling Catcher's gone up 5k. Actually, these ones are quite big. The Undead one. Uh, ghouls have gone up 5k. Mummies have gone up 5k. But then on the on the uh, Skaven, the Throws have gone up 15k to from 70 to 85. Same as Gutter Runner's, Runner's gone up 5k the rat ogre has he always been 150 yeah yeah they're just really expensive mm. some people don't take them this is this <laughs> is really exciting it's really cool isn't it and and oh uh, actually there is one more thing to talk about on the rosters the rosters they just keep giving things they all have special rules so the uh um skaven have got underworld challenge which also the goblin tap so if you look at the goblin ones also has Underworld Challenge. That'll be a special rule that affects mm. them. Probably Underworld, you would think, would happen. Yeah. Halflings have got Halfling Thimble Cup. We know what that is. Classic. That'll be... Halfling Thimble Cup, if you look on a different page, is uh, a cheaper chef. Oh, right, okay. It's 100k. Nice. That's what it says. It teams with this ability you get to do this. So it's effectively, they're just building that into the special rules. And, and we assume Old World Classic, maybe humans will have that, maybe Old World Alliance... Uh, uh, you know, if there was a Britannia team, maybe Wood Elves will have that. I think there may mm. be something that's like an old world thing. Uh, the goblins have got bribery and corruption. I assume that's cheap bribes. That yeah. would make sense. Uh, and then Badlands Brawl, which maybe Orcs will have as well. It'll be Could some be. sort of green skinny. What type is what thing. is why are the Treeman now called an Alton yeah, Forest? They're Treeman. called Alton Forest Treeman. It's just a fluff thing, mate. It says in um it says in uh, the uh, fluff. It says in the fluff that uh, the technical efficient in legendary, blah 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 blah. Uh, where's it talk about the tree men? Probably the only real point in the halfling's favour is their long-held alliance with the tree men who guard the forests of their realm. So now the, the so halflings is, is live in the Alton. I've, I've never heard that. Before. Maybe it's a forest next to the moot. It might or be. Or in the moot. Can I just say is that this coffee is delicious. Is it? It's really fucking I mean, we've good. properly brewed it, didn't we? Really good beans. Nice beans. Freshly ground beans, ladies and gentlemen, as well. Phil's got all the beans. All He's starting to wake up. He was a bit slow at the start Full of the podcast. Beans He's now accelerating into that stuff. And we were just so excited. We just like pouring over the rules. We both read them, but now when you look at it, oh my god, yeah, that and was. And then you spot new bits and bobs in you. Oh, and the last thing I say, like I keep saying the last thing. They've also got. They've also now tiered them within the rosters. Yeah. So we assume 
We've seen it three tiers. Because I played at the uh, the Bugman's Brawl, which was mm. the Super Bowl one, and they had three tiers there, so that makes sense. So I think yeah. all Stunties will be three, and then sort of the middling ones will be two, and then one that. And, and that's nice, like the yeah. fact they've done It's easy, right? If you want to. It means if. Because I think what they might move away from, and what they've been trying to do for a while, and actually it mm. says in the fluff, there's a whole lot of fluff about the NAF being destroyed. Yeah. It's quite funny about the NAF like dissolving and stuff. So they actually put it into their own fluff, wanting to move away from that. So they want to be able to run a tournament where. Yeah, you or I, Phil, could run an event and just go, right, here's your rosters, the tiers are in the rules, um, here's the rules for that, you know, and, and it will just, you can literally yeah. just use it out of the book, you don't need to use all this extra stuff, and that makes sense, I can see why they would do that. And you know, you know what, if you're playing in the new rules system, then immediately all of these legacy star players, if they're not listed with what their stats are, are then not going to be usable. That's true, no, that makes sense. I was just so checking... Paul Zara the Slayer... Is, is going to be no more unless somebody goes back and then says, well... I mean, I've actually killed her off of Borak Ball. I think it's easier. Borak Ball, I'm just using the new stars because yeah. I, think, I think it's almost time. I was just checking. No, they haven't. The, the re-rolls are all the same cost, I think. Yeah, they haven't looks changed like it any for, the, of the for the What have we got on the next page? But those are the rosters. It's very exciting. And I wanted to go into that first because we've, um, we've got three pages of skills we'll talk mm. about because there are some different ones. But I want to just very quickly touch on the passing. And it's a bit hard to read. It is quite grainy. It's not changed a lot. But the reason I wanted to is because obviously we talked about the yeah. passing stat. But what they've done is, is they've changed. They've got an, an additional um, sh shitness of passing effects. Well, got... Before we get on to that as well, we can see as we hypothesized that there's no modifier in a quick pass. Yeah. So that means that it, that is your usual passing action with a plus one for quick pass that you would have got. Yeah, so we haven't got an additional plus one. So as you can see, the yeah. test for accuracy, and there's, there's other guns. What, what same distances? We've got minus one, minus two, yeah. minus three. It's all the same. So the, the I checked that. That graph is exactly same number the squares, same. 13. Same number of squares. You measure the range. You do the pass. And then, yeah, if it's quick pass, it's just your standard roll. So for a pro, that'd be two plus, or for a guy running... Yeah, it's all simple. I like plus. it. Then it's minus one for a short pass, uh, minus two for a long pass, and then long Minus long one for tackle zones. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, players, they, call it, they call it players marking them now rather than tackle zones. Yeah. And then if it's accurate, you're good. And then you you do the catch, I think. It doesn't talk about so that. Natural six will land on the target score anyway. So you or, always score a six. Or if it's passed, yeah. Okay, fine. But then what they've now got is they've got inaccurate passes, wildly inaccurate oh, passes, glorious. and fumbled passes. So they've got an additional stage of shitness, basically. Mm. Um, so an, in an inaccurate passes, if the passing ability test has failed... The pass is inaccurate and the ball will uh, scatter from the target square before landing. So that's the player they were trying to pass it to. Yep. Or whatever square. Uh, wildly inaccurate passes. If we're making a pass ability test, the roll is a 1 after modifiers have been applied. So not a natural 1. So if you apply yeah, those minuses for length. The ball will deviate from the square occupied by the player performing the pass. So that's kind of like a fumble. Yeah. Right. So then what's a fumble? If we're making a pass, a natural run is for the pass has been fumbled. Uh, passes, uh, and if a player with a shit one does it, he automatically. So if you have a dash and you try to pass, you automatically fumble. But you can, you can do it. You just fail it. Uh, when a pass action is fumbled, the activated player performing ends immediately. The ball is dropped, bouncing from the square occupied by, and the turnover is, is caused. That sounds the same though. Do you not do you not turn over with a wild inaccurate pass? Oh, I or think maybe you do. Yeah, no, I think, um, so yeah, this was the confusion they were talking about. There's another page, which I won't bring up now, which talks about the causes of turnovers. And um, I think if you, if you pass the ball and you fuck it up, 
but someone catches it, it's not a turnover. Mm -hmm. So I think if you do a wildly inaccurate pass, it's still effectively a fumble, but if your mate catches it, it's not a turnover. Whereas if you just straight fumble it, you're fucked. Even yeah. if your mate catches it, I think. It's a little bit, to me, that's a little bit confusing. Those two basically look the same. Yeah. It doesn't seem to add a lot to me, but... Okay. Well, fair we'll, we'll wait and see what, what, what that comes We'll um, move on. Right. To. Let's talk. Oh, before we talk about the skills, we've now got um, injuries to talk about, and then we've got the new skills, basically. So the injury table um, has changed. It's now a D16, not a D6. So those D16s that people have always been getting with the, uh, the Games Workshop dice can now be used. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why they've been bringing them out, clearly. Uh, you do wonder with some of that, though, how long this has been in the pipeline. Because obviously, uh, historically, pitchers seem to have always had trapdoors, but there's never really been rules for them, and they've obviously still been making them with, with the trapdoors. Still been providing people with D16s, which maybe weren't that useful. But um, maybe this has been in the pipeline. It's all making sense. It is. <laughs> it's all coming together. Um, but yeah, now it's a, a 1 to 6 is badly hurt. Uh, 7 to 9 is MNG. Eight, uh, 10 to 12 is a uh, niggling and MNG. Yeah, uh, and then a 13, 14 lasting injury, 15, 16 dead. So what that effectively means, in a nutshell, I was reading up on it, is that you're more likely to have to be hurt. So the mm -hmm. seven plus is more likely, so to be MNG, because obviously before it used to be a actually 50 percent chance to be fine. Yeah, but you're less likely to die or have a lasting injury because actually that 13 to 16 bracket is a 25 percent chance. And it used to be a yeah. So it's a, it's, it's it's a one in eight to get a lasting injury, and it's a one in eight to die. Yeah, basically. Fine. Um, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I think they're moving towards here, carry on playing with your fun toys, but they're not dead sort of thing and having people limping around with problems and stuff. Yeah. And they've got that. They've got a new lasting injury table. So, and this is where I, this is where they made a mistake. It's quite funny. And, uh, and you know what they mean, but they've just fucked it up. Uh, a one and two, a one or two is a minus armor. Uh, a three is a smash knee, which is a minus one move. Uh, four is a minus pass, so they've got the passing one in there. Five is a minus agility, and six is a minus strength. But then what they've done is, because they've clearly written this from the viewpoint of somebody who's changing the stats but not mm. quite knows what they're doing, they've said that in the case of a movement allowance or strength, the characteristic is simply reduced by one. Makes sense, right? So your movement goes down one, sure. and uh, your strength goes down one. In the case of an agility, passing ability, or armor value, the target number is raised by one. So therefore, if you get hurt and your armor is made worse, you actually get tougher because your armor roll required to break it goes up. <laughs> <laughs> so you used to be armor 8+, plus, you're now a 9+. Plus. Yeah. Readers written. Like, clearly they fucked it up, and, and I'm mm. sure they'll very quickly change it. But it's, just, it's just quite funny, that because old armor value roll, that makes sense. But, of course. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just quite funny. Um, I find that amusing. And then dead, dead, it's still your dead. And that's, looks um, good to me. Yeah, looks good. Nice. Do we know if there's, um, is, that, is that the extent of it and the changes? It looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, MNG is the same. You're Middles. quite likely to miss the next game. I'm trying to think before, because before it literally used to just be one, two, three. You were fine. You were, mm. you were carrying on for the next game. Niggle's more likely now, isn't it? Yeah, that's N true. Niggle is also a one in eight. So you're effectively... Which table have they changed it for the niggle to be rolled on? So does the niggle applies to when you roll what? The injury table? Yeah. So you're more likely to be get injured. Uh, where is it? Niggle. Do, do, do. Niggle injury. Mm -hmm. Plus one modifier. Future rolls against this player on the casualty table. Fine. So, yeah, so that's going to be table. your 1 in 18. So then, then if you've got a niggle, you're more likely to die. Then it's going to be 
and more niggles make it, and eventually you just fall apart and explode. So yeah. it makes sense. Uh, they do actually have a rule as well that is in the um, uh, the French pages okay. um, that somebody has uh, <laughs> has deciphered, uh, which talks about um, if you play, because actually in the UK we often do leagues where we re-roll every single time, so it doesn't mm. really affect us. But in America, for example, they often play five, six, seven seasons with the same team. Uh, and they've got a rule where you can have a player sit a season out and he remains on your roster but can't play any games for the whole season. And at the end of the season, he can rejuvenate an injury. Okay. So if he's you know got a minor strength or something, you can actually have a guy sit out for a season, go, and have, rehab. go and have a load of rehab and then come back next season. So it's quite cool. Yeah, so um, he's, he's gone off to, um, to Middenheim for some kind of like baby placenta treatment. Exactly. Like some old hag. Shove some weird stone up his ass and he's fucking good to go. Absolutely, there you go. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so those are the injuries. Not not wildly different actually. It's just changed. It has effectively made it less likely you'll die, but more likely you'll suffer. And anything. have we seen what the Apo does? Does that still do the same? Uh, it isn't here. So I think we're currently just assuming risking injury. Yeah, it doesn't talk about it here. Okay. Because so, okay. this is only you know twenty five percent of the rules. I think it's not loads of rules anyway. Right. Let's move on to the new skills. Should we take a quick break and come back and talk about the skills? Yeah, we can do. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast, where we're going to talk about the new skills Hooray! for the new Blood Bowl. Don't you dare close your eyes, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new world. Right, Amazing. so we have got for you, and I don't actually know if this is exhaustive, but we've got a double page spread of general skills. Um, and then a double page spread that includes mutations and passings. Mm. Whether that is, so that looks like it's all the mutation skills, right? Probably. Yeah. Um, and it could be all the passing and all the general, potentially, but we're not sure. Like, there could be an X, there could be more general. Anyway, so in the general skills, uh, we've got block, which is the same. Mm-hmm. And first off the bat, Phil, I'd like to pick up on something that we've, uh, we've been talking about in the ECBBL chat. You might have picked up, Dan was talking about it. Games Workshop have made a real shit show of this, like when they've been changing stuff, in terms of the fact that you've still got block as a skill, block as an action that you, like, do on somebody, <laughs> and then, like, so you're going to throw a block against somebody, and then block as part of blitzing. It's just really confusing. You, they mm. needed to, I think that was an opportunity to go, we're going to change the block skill, and we're going to call it something else. <laughs> but anyway. What would you have called haven't. it instead? Oh, I don't know, like a check, or, like, go and look through the, the whatever the NFL stuff is, and just, just change it. People whinge and go, well, it's still called block. Some people call it block. But it's just clear in the rules, right? Because there's still yeah. a case where you're, are you doing a capital block? You're block? And, and for me and you, Phil, we've played the game for a while, we get it. Mm. But a lot of these rules in general, and, and it's a criticism we'll say in the summary that I'll bring up again, are written by somebody who knows the rules for people who know the rules. Yeah. And there, and Blood Bowl is not, really shouldn't be a game like that. It should be a game moving forward that you can pick up the rules, never played it before in your life, you and a mate, read it and go, yeah, we'll have a clear game. Mm. And we'll talk about some of the skills where they've clearly written them like that. And you're like, I get what you mean. But somebody who's reading this for the first time, read as written, makes no bloody sense. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> uh, Dauntless is still there, looks exactly the same. Dirty Player, as we've already discussed, um, is just got that brackets plus one. So yeah. whether you does it make any reference track. to the brackets? 
No, it just says when this player commits a foul action, uh, either the armor roll or injury roll made against the victim may be modified by the amount shown in brackets. So it's definitely changeable. Yeah. Uh, this modifier may be applied after the roll has been made. So it's definitely changeable, but it doesn't say whether the skills are stacked. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got Fend, which is exactly the same. Fend! We love Fend. Frenzy, which is exactly the same as well. Kick, which is exactly the same. Pro has changed to a 3+. plus. Okay. It's quite big. What like was it before? 4+. plus. 4+, plus and then you can re-roll it. Yeah, so basically all um, all of the skills like that, loners or pros or anything, were always on a 4+, plus before, and now it looks like that modifier is coming in. So pro on a 3+, plus is interesting. Uh, shadowing, they've basically just made it a little bit clearer. So um, that's happened in Tentacles as well, a lot of these skills. So, you know, sh I can't remember. Shadowing used to be like roll 2d6 and, you know, compare your asshole to your movement and then, you know, <laughs> subtract your ears from it and it yeah, would make you sense. Get, like, you get similar ones with, what is it, prehensile tail or the other one? Which tentacles. Is like, tentacles, yeah. where you're like, okay. So it's now a player can use a skill when an opposition player they are marking uh, voluntarily moves out of the square within this player's tackle zone. Roll, D, roll 1d6 now and add the movement of this player and the movement of the opposition and if it's a 6 or higher... Uh, or, or a natural six, then they may move into the square. So you roll it yourself and you go like, am I going to follow you or not? So if you've got better movement, it's better. And I think people are talking about online that it's very slightly weaker, but it's you know fairly negligible, but they've just sort of made it 1d6. Mm -hmm. A lot clearer, and yeah, I like that. Very good. They've then got strip uh, bull, which is the same. Uh, sure hands. Uh, just trying to check. I'm not going to miss any wordings. There were a few wording bits that were slightly different. No, I think strip ball's the same. Sure hands Very are the good. same. Tackle the same. Wrestle the same. So the general skills broadly the same. Where we start to get some big changes is uh, in the mutations and passing. So first, now, of, I suspect passing skills. We're going to see some new ones, aren't we? Given that they've changed the way the stat works as well. We have. We'll we'll actually save that as the best for last, Phil. We're going to go. Oh my shitting nuffle! That's but there exciting. are there is a new mutation as well. Yep. Um, which I'm sure you'll be very excited about. Uh, they've got big hand still, which is the same, and they do uh, make reference to pouring rain. So Lewis is still going to be crying a river about his tomb kings as pouring rain still exists. <laughs> uh, claws is the big one that people are going to be very excited about. Okay. The wording is now. When you make an armor roll against an opposition player that was knocked down as the result of a block action performed by this player, roll a roll of eight plus before applying any modifiers, so that's the same as before, yep. will break their armor regardless of their actual armor value. And the big change is before applying modifiers. So you can't apply Mighty Blow and then make it an eight plus. So Mighty Blow effectively doesn't stack in a nutshell. It makes my brain hurt thinking about it, but you well, can't. Well, depends what Mighty Blow says, doesn't it? So Mighty Blow just says, yeah, well, it's true. Well, Mighty Blow is just brackets plus one, so I assume it would be add this modifier to the thing, so you can't add it to your to your armor break and use claw. See what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if we infer from Dirty, dirty Player says that, right? Dirty Player says, um, uh, either the armor roll or injury roll may, uh, may be modified by the amount chain in brackets. So effectively, you can't modify the roll and still use claws. Is what it Fair says. Enough. Um, there have been some discussions. We were talking about it on the podcast about whether it says. Apparently, this is the same as the old wording, and I do think it's slightly unclear. And it depends what the blitz wording says. You know, like when you do a blitz or a block, because it does say as a result of a block action, and is and a and a block action is a block action, not a yeah. blitz action. But there is another bit later on. Uh, another skill, dump off, talks about a block action. 
and we assume that you can still use dump off of your blitz because that would be a bit stupid. Yeah, so well, it's, it's I think gonna, it's, it's going to be thing. a blitz includes a block action, isn't it? I would assume so. So I assume you can still use claws on a blitz. It's just not 100% clear. And that's what I was talking about, whether you're throwing a block, making a block action, yeah. or using the block skill. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Uh, we got Disturbing Presence, which is the same. Extra Arms, which uh, the Simeon players will all be ecstatic to hear is still exactly the same. Foul <laughs> um, Appearance is the same. Halls is the same. They've then got a new skill, Phil. Iron Hard Skin. Ooh, that that, is. is this the counter to claw? That's it is. Rumored? Claw skill may not be used when making an armor roll against this player. So, I mean, that's really interesting for Chaos teams, isn't it? Where they can chuck that in. I don't know if we'll see any actual players have, as in, like, start with Iron Hard Skin. Because, you know, sometimes they use mutations as a, as a yeah. thing. So, maybe we'll see some kind of Rock Golem type characters being mm. introduced for teams. Because who's going to have Iron Hard Skin, really? Bloodthirster? Death Roller, maybe? Yeah, it could be. Could be. But, like... It's going to be quite a niche skill. I mean, you'll see Chaos Teams. It's interesting, though, isn't it? It's a defensive, inherently defensive skill. So in like a short form, shortish mm. form league, like the DBL, where you've only got eight um, games before the... Even the ECBBL, you've got 10, 12. It's, gonna, it's not going to be an immediate pick, is it? It's one that you might yeah. be like, oh, shit, I'm playing Claw in my next game in the knockouts. Maybe I'll take it. You know, <laughs> I think it's... One of those. You're not going to take it at tournament, are you? I'm going to take Iron Hard Skin just in case you know I come up against Claw. Yeah, it, it uh, may well be the case that something that we don't see anybody start with is a skill as well. Mm. Um, Monstrous Mouth is the same, but it's it was kind of a new skill. You know, they introduced it with the with the star player, but it's basically mm. kind of like um, shorthand, but not for the pickup. It's strip ball can't be used, and you get to reroll catches. So it's like a mix of those two. And then prehensile tail and very long legs have a very interesting wording in them. Okay, um, do tell us. So very long legs is, this player may reduce any negative modifier applied to the agility test when they attempt to jump over a prone or stunned player mm. or leap or the other shit. So apparently, apparently one can now jump over a prone or stunned player, which for me is the biggest change that I've seen anywhere in this because... You know, we talked about passing. This doesn't really, it doesn't actually change the game. It just changes the stats a bit. Yeah. But if you could now, you know, because before prone and stun players used to physically block wherever you're trying to go, you could block the sideline, right? If you were, mm. if you're running to sideline, someone's trying to get down the side, you could just dodge into the square, and if you failed the dodge, it didn't matter. As long as you didn't go off the pitch, you were blocking them from running down physically. Yeah. Now you're not going to block that square. I assume you can't stop on the square, but one infers that it would be maybe an agility role to, to kind of. It'll be like a leap roll, probably. I think it's going to be... Um, um, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I think it's going to be... I think it'll be your agility roll straight up. I think so, yeah. Whereas leap is going to be leaping over active players, etc. Hmm. Um, this is just going to be... It costs you two squares. Um, and then you leap over a prone pair on an agility roll. And if you fall over, you fall over, isn't it? But it does fundamentally change movement, right? It's a really big change in movement. Yeah, in, in terms of having prone players block channels and stuff, it's big. Absolutely. I like it. Uh, and, that, and that was all I was saying. Prehensile Hotel talks about um, stopping people from jumping uh, out of your square. But it also, Prehensile Hotel used to not affect leap, and it does now affect leap. So it's a slight change where it's now a minus so one leap to leap away from them. Well, that's yeah. good. So you can still grab them with your bloody, bloody tail. Uh, and then we've already talked about tentacles, which has uh, just been changed to a d6. So you, you roll a d6 if you've got the tentacle skill. You both add your strength, and you've got a roll that is probably mm -hmm. a six as well, similar to. Yeah, six, same as shadowing. So it's just just simpler. Apparently it's 
slightly easier if you're once you get to agility three i think it's slightly easier but it's you know, oh, okay. it's just simpler it's much more muchness um and then they've still got two heads and very long legs like we talked about right now we get to the passing skills where there are loads of new skills there are like four or five new skills in here which as we were saying stands to reason right because they changed the passing over so much um they've now split accurate into two different skills so they've got Accurate, which is uh, only a plus one for quick and short passes. Okay. And then they've got Cannoneer, which is a plus one for long and long bombs. So you've got to decide whether you... And again, I'm not sure I like that. Like, I, 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 I think you probably always take Accurate, and if you've got to throw a long one, you know, it's an extra skill. But Yeah, it's a weird name for the skill too, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure I like that. I think... I'm not sure what it adds. I think I think you'll get stars you've got both, because they're mm. awesome. Or, or, you know, I mean, I just... Are you going to build your player to like chuck it further? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, if you're chucking on a two plus already, I guess if you're chucking on a two plus already for a quick, mm. and then a three plus for a short, cannoneer then makes your long still three plus. So you probably take cannoneer, don't you? If you've got a, a thrower, mm. statistically, I mean, you'd have to do your stats anyway. It's there. I'm not sure it makes a huge amount of difference. Then then a skill called cloud burster. <laughs> which is when this player performs a long pass action or a long bomb pass, so fucking chucking it fast, uh, you can make the opposing coach re-roll a successful attempt to interfere with a pass. So they've changed the name for pass block. It says interfere with a pass. I assume that's the other pass block. Yeah, so it's going to be harder to intercept. Yeah, basically, uh, if you're a cloudburster. Anyway. Uh, dump off, that's what we talked about. It's just interesting that it says um, when you're nominated as a target of a block action, you yeah. can chuck it, but not a blitz action. So we assume that they can use it on a blitz, but it's just not very well worded. Then they've got the Fumbleruski skill. Fumbleruski, have you heard about this skill? It's a ridiculous name. It's really cool. You've heard about it, right? No, I've not. It's really cool. Uh, when this player performs a move or blitz action yeah. whilst in possession of the ball, they may choose to drop the ball. The ball may be placed in any square the player vacates during their movement and does not bounce, and no turnover is caused. So you can just go, pop it down in the square, run off and do form a screen or hit somebody or do something. Another player comes up, grabs it and fucks off. Interesting. So, so the Fumblerooski is a skill that you would take. It's a passing skill. Yep. And it doesn't count as a handoff or, or a throw. Pass. No. So you could have 11 players with it and move the ball between 11 people in a turn. But it's a passing skill. But I'm just saying, you physically could. Yeah, so you can run forward... Put it on the floor. Someone else runs in, picks it up, puts it on the they floor. They put it on the floor. Interesting, right? It is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it enab enables you to hand off infinite numbers of times. And what it does is it's quite reliable because you can have... What I think you'll see in elf teams is like players with sure hands and stuff like that where you're effectively really... And if they've all got... We assume that passing is not going to be so good for the elves. Yeah. But if you've got two plus pickups, they can just run in, pick it up, it makes, hand off someone else, catch it. Like, it makes sure, moving the, the ball the easier. The sure right? hands fumblerooski combo on a team is quite strong, isn't it? I mean, do you think we'll see Kislev with the fumblerooski skill all over the place? Like, that'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just acrobatically chucking. Wow. Uh, but the interwebs like this skill. I think it's really cool. Like so the, the Skaven Thrower, as we discussed earlier, has sure hands. Is that right? Yep. He's still agility 3+, plus though, so we assume mm. he picks it up on a 3+, plus, but passes on a 2+. plus. Yeah. But he could mm. he could have the Fumblerooski skill be running along, um, and he could either hand it off to a gutter runner, or if there's a gutter runner behind him, he yeah. could drop it, 
go and form part of a screen and then the mm. gutter runner can come and grab it and run in somewhere else. That's what's quite nice about it. Yeah. You can use that player to jump in a screen. I mean, like, I guess you're, um, because it's passing access and not that many players have passing access as, as uh, normal, you might see a little bit less of it, but it's definitely quite a fun one to do, isn't it, for the running game? It's interesting. I like that. I, I definitely maybe consider having a half length hefty with Fumble Ruski. Yeah, why not? So you can move the ball a bit, a bit quicker as well. You could also like. Oh run. my god, yes, for, that, for those stupid deep kicks where you want to kill yourself as all the elves come running in. You know, the first half thing goes, picks it up, runs it, Fumble Ruski pops it down, second yeah. one comes in, runs it. Nice. And what, if, um, and what if you're in a situation where you've only got four players for a cage? You could like fumble a risky in the middle of the cage and then just make a cage around the ball, right? Yeah, and then you've got no, nobody on the ball, but nobody four tackles ends on, on it. Yeah, so it's, it's, I like it. it's got it's got utility, right? It's the thing. Um, <laughs> they then got Hail Mary pass, leader, and nerves of steel, which are all the same. Yeah. Uh, they then got on the ball, which and it's fucking. I mean, look at how much text that is. It's really Oof. long. They've effectively amalgamated the kickoff return and the pass block skills. Fair enough. Um, and we were wondering. It was interesting. We we're talking about before I'd seen the. Dirty player on whether they were going to like amalgamate sneaky git and dirty mm. player and I think there will be a few maybe sprint and short feet like things like that could be amalgamated but on the ball effectively gives you both of those skills which is actually really helpful. Yeah, I mean it was a skill that people wouldn't normally take otherwise. Yeah, but whereas people did take kick of returns for actually mm. you know whether you want both or not I think you know a passport skill that people often didn't take it's probably good to make people take it right. Yeah, and then broadly speaking from a fluff perspective it's it's the same skill isn't it you know. It's that anticipating the ball being agile enough to get there in time, which is the same for pass block or for kickoff returning, isn't it? So absolutely more. Uh, and then they've got another really cool skill called a running pass. Have you seen that one? No. What does that do? So running pass allows you to perform a quick pass mm -hmm. and then move. Okay. So you, but you can actually you can actually move quick pass move. So you can basically pass at any point in your move and still carry on moving. Which again is pretty cool. It's it's so good for that for that kind of running game. You you could see lots of filth with Wood Elf teams doing this, couldn't you? Really, run up, pass, perform, exactly. make screen, basically. It's and really and, and it's going to be really good for those situations where the person that you want to give the ball to is kind of in a bit of a halfway house. They're not quite where they need to be, um, and you want to use the player that's throwing then to be a defensive player afterwards. Absolutely. So you run, do a quick pass on the way on a two plus finish your run to get to where you need to be and then you can move the intended person forward. You can then fumble a ruski and get picked up by someone else. I think what we're seeing, Phil, I mean, we're kind of moving into the summary now. There's no, you know, because there's a safe pass, which is the same as safe throw, basically. Mm. And that's what we're seeing. One of the big things we've seen is that I think the pass, they want to make the passing game more accessible to more teams and more of a thing in the game. I think we'll see, mm. I mean, we're talking about, I think we'll see more teams more able to do two to three turn touchdowns than before. Yeah. Whether that, you know, the fact that they're capable of doing it, whether that will actually change the gameplay, probably not, because actually, if you, even if you're a human team able to do that, you're probably still going to do the running. Yeah. Would you think, do you think it'll actually change? I don't know. I think it'll just make it easier to do. I think at this point we should probably apologise to undead coaches as well because they get no passing access as normal. But they're <laughs> the filth. best they've got is four <laughs> But they're already full, so games are just going, fuck you guys. We really think you're they're important. not going to have a great day when it comes to passing games, are they still? Hmm. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, encouraging teams to play the ball, maybe creating a few more different play styles for people, more tactical options. But also, the ba I mean, it's interesting because also the bash, from what we've seen so far, has been like neutered, like claw, mighty blows, no longer as effective. 
Mm. Um, you know, you can't kill. Possibly. We you haven't can't... seen the Mighty Blows skill, though. No, true. But we're assuming that because you can't apply modifiers and stuff like that. I mean, if Piling On's still there and Mighty Blow, but, you know, it looks like the bashing is, the killing people, players like that, is not as effective. You can't actually kill people as effectively. You're mm. less likely to. So, depending on how apothecaries work, don't know. If it's still a badly hurt, goes back into the apothecary. And, and that's you don't, one, know, of, you that's don't a know. one to six. That's quite low. Yeah. So. That, the claw skill might just be badly written as well. True. Because what does it say? You, um, if before applying modifiers you you get an eight plus, then it's through the armor. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't. So you can't. So you can't apply mighty blow stat if it's plus one because you can't. Because if you apply the modifier, it's before applying modifier. So so, yeah. so you roll the but eight then, plus. But then you wonder <laughs> if the way it's intended to be written is simply to say. Because then you roll an eight plus and then it doesn't count and then mm. you can apply the modifier to the roll, yeah. right? So anyway, yeah. but. I think that's what's intended. I think they have intended to neuter claw deliberately, and that's kind of how I would have written it. Yeah. But then also, like I said, um, if an apothecary is still a badly hurt, goes off. That's only a one in six now. So actually, yeah, maybe the apothecary's a bit more reliable. Yeah. Um, but, um, all in all, saying. though, I mean, one of my favorite. There's been so much hilarious rage. One one of my favorite rage moments online. We'll, we'll I think finishing with it is a guy, <laughs> a guy in Australia who was talking about all the spike magazines and all the death zones that he's bought and how he's going to have to burn them all. Um, <laughs> and his biggest gripe was the timing. He was like, I can't believe that Games Workshop would release this announcement a week after I bought the spike. I'm like, mate, it was a fucking leak. Like, <laughs> we're inferring it's out in six months. I mean, that's pretty standard timing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, the amount of rage that comes out of that. Funny. Funny. I wonder, yeah, I mean, obviously the rosters are all going to be have to change aren't they necessarily one would expect GW to do a, a PDF or a document that they'll just put out for free with all the rosters on they have said on the one the community page they said all of the t they said some weird wording that um, said all the teams that are currently out or something like that are usable and so people have been are, are talking about whether that means that we've actually got the teams for them all the rosters currently exist. Now, I think they mean that all the rosters that are available. So, but what's interesting is they probably won't do Slan, probably won't do Corn, Simeon, mm. obviously, uh, or Bretonians. So, yeah. and this will be the first time that the NAF and the community, if they want to keep using those teams, someone's actually going to have to write passing skills for them. So of I can, course, yeah. And we never had to do that before. It's always been a lift. You know, for 2016, it was a lift and a mm. and a put in. So, like it's it is a it's it's going to be interesting. It's exciting times. It's going to be a fumbler risky. <laughs> so anyway, Phil, I think that brings that brings that to a draw. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. We're definitely I, I suspect we might not hear anything about this again for the next couple of months. No, probably. probably nothing where else. are the fabled Snotling team? That's what we all really want to know. We do want to know where they are. Yeah, they've got lost somewhere. Exactly. And then, um, well, join us next time when we talk about Old World Alliance and Underworld and Pact because they're all in the who are, who are soon to be defunct their rules useless go out <laughs> burn your spike magazines you heard it the sky first. is falling thanks for listening guys Bye.